Hi guys, welcome to another show of the Kenyan Wall Street Podcast. My name is Ali Mwakaneno. I'll be your host today. So with me, I have Ms. Hedvige Nguyens, the Managing Director of the International Banking Federation in the UK. And we want to talk about women in leadership. So in today's episode, we'll talk about how to avoid the effects of financial crises and specifically how they affect women, the role of women in leadership, as well as what we can do to close the gender gap in leadership. Welcome, Ms. Hedwig. Hello, Ali. It's a great pleasure to be on your podcast. Thank you so much. All right, we'll start right off. So what do you think we can do better to regulate global finance to avoid future crises and the cost to women in particular? Yes, so that's a great question. And of course, we have had uh, the financial crisis of 2007, 2008 already. So I must say that global financial crisis, we've had it. And I think that we have put the regulation in place to make sure that banks are more sound and that the financial system is actually ready for more. So that's also what we saw in this crisis. So with the COVID-19 crisis, actually this is not a crisis caused by uh, the banking industry, but a crisis caused by a pandemic. We also see that the banking industry is now ready to take on this challenge and is actually um, helping uh, the policymakers and uh, the, the, the public to take it on and to steer the crisis. It doesn't mean that there are no consequences. There are, and we will be able to talk about them. But here, I think um, we have we have made some uh, better regulation, higher liquidity, much better capitalized banks. So the, the the question is, what about the impact on women in particular? And that's really a very important question because one of the other lessons learned after the financial crisis is that banks, of course. Um, were better capitalized, but on the ground, uh, in the economy, we saw after the financial crisis that there was a recovery, yes, but not a recovery for everyone. So actually, after the financial crisis, and you see that throughout the world, inequality has widened, has become more important. And if we talk about inequality, this hits particularly women. So whenever we talk about regulation, that's fine, and banks have been regulated, but there is that very important part of the importance of women in economy, the fact that women play a very important place in economy, they uh, will uh, take up uh, jobs, they are more and more uh, higher educated, but if something happens, they're actually the first to uh, bear the, 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 the problems of the crisis. And that's something we really have to take in mind. Thank you so much and talking about, especially what women do in times of crisis and otherwise. And in most, in most parts of the world and specifically in Africa, um, gender diversity in leadership is still a vision we're trying to achieve. What are some of the benefits that we would see if we had a more gender diverse leadership? Yes, that's, that's a very important point. So actually, we know from a lot of studies now that when you have a gender diverse leadership, it brings something else on the table. It brings another viewpoint. And so it's a very good um, 
element to to have a better company to take better decisions and also when you see women at the top they tend to also be much better in hiring and promoting women within their, their organization. So it's a real win-win. Once that you have a diverse board, a diverse executive committee, it's much more easy for a talented women in the organization to get promoted, to have those positive role models. And actually those organizations perform better as well. And there is actually a very, a striking parallel with the COVID-19 where we saw that um, female leaders as Angela Merkel, as Jacinda Andern in New Zealand actually were examples and role models and were actually also at political uh, level examples of how female leadership in terms of crisis make the difference. So it's definitely a very important point. Lastly, Ms. Hedwig, um, there's, there's women in leadership but then there's still an economic gap in women across the board. And I personally feel like the economic gap in gender widens as we, as we go lower in the education ladder um, based on different country policies and other roles women play in society that are yet to be factored in when it comes to paying them. What do you think we can do to narrow the gender gap in, in companies in general? Yes, uh, I can also give a, a very good example uh, related to, to the COVID crisis. So whenever we had the COVID crisis, the lockdown, we had to work from home. We saw that everyone adapted very well. But then, of course, you see the different burden for women. If you have to be at home and women take then care of the kids, immediately you see that kind of gap growing and it's the man continuing the job and the women that perhaps will uh, uh, take a step back, etc., etc. So to really have that gender gap, what is very important is have more transparency. It's something that has been uh, done in the UK where they have to disclose the difference in pay between men and women in similar jobs. And that has proven to be a very, very important um, uh, element that, that of shame and blame that companies really have to move forward. So I think disclosure is one of the key elements. And second, also motivate and help women to stay in the job, to go for it, to, uh, to take on studies, to apply also for more rewarding jobs and to uh, also move into sectors that have a better reward, like uh, the, the corporate industry, the banking, and to make this more easy for women to combine both a job and a family. Still, uh, I, have, I have a slight follow-up question, yeah? Beyond um, just motivating women to, to venture into careers that are stereotypically defined for men, what do you think we can do to account for the gender gap that emanates from the role in which women play in society, specifically caring for families, and sometimes they're required to take a leave to um, take care of babies and, and all that? Yes, uh, absolutely. So uh, I think that there must be a, 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 an evolution in the in the side in the mindset of uh, the the public and in mindset of society that is actually a very good thing that women work continue to work because they bring a lot of added value also to the gdp of the country so how to make that more easy 
very, very straightforward rules. First, increase flexibility. And the working from home is proven that we can do it. So if you give more possibility to women to be flexible and to adapt their schedule, they will be able to work and stay working much more. Second thing is uh, working with mentoring and sponsoring. And that's something that women can do as well. If you think you need a help, if you need to, to uh, you think uh, uh, you need the support, if you don't know how to ask for a raise, just either network, so increase the networking of women. And of course, the conference that I will be uh, attending is about networking of top women. It's just a great initiative of the Kenya Bankers Association. And ask for a sponsor. And why not a man sponsor? If you ask a man, if you ask it gently and kindly, I really would like your advice. Most of the time they will say yes, and it can be an extremely good help to uh, move to the next level. I'm, I'm happy you mentioned about the conference because I was actually about to go in that direction. So mm -hmm. I understand that you'll be talking in the Kenyan Bankers Association um, leading women in finance e-conference in October. What are some yes, absolutely. Yes. What are some of the things that we expect from your discussion? Yes, so what, what, what I will try to bring is the international perspective because COVID-19 has, uh, has had effects around the world, but we have seen that in different countries there has been different strategies, the banks have been responding differently, so what my contribution will be is to give some examples of what I saw across the world, what worked well, what didn't work well, and what I can perhaps uh, share in terms of lessons learned, of information learned uh, towards Africa. I will also particularly talk about big tech, fintech, because I think for the African perspective, this is so important. It's also related to regulation. Women, if women have access to internet, access to mobile devices, very often it's a starting point to be able to start a business, uh, to have uh, more facilities, to have payments. So how can we help this? How is big tech, fintech evolving? What can we learn from other parts of the world? And how could this help women and female business leaders in Kenya? Thank you so much. I think that will be it uh, for me today. I'm really looking forward to your discussion in the conference and specifically to understand how, how tech will help bridge the gender gap in many aspects in the corporate world. Yes, thank you so much. I can't wait, actually. So I know a couple of women, but I, I, there are a lot of them that I will discover. I really like the format. I really think it's a great idea. You can have it in a digital world. It's actually the new world and the new normal. So I can't wait and looking forward. Bye. All right, bye. Guys, thank you so much for joining in today's episode. For more information on what Hedwig will be discussing, Join the e-conference on leading women in banking and finance to engage Hedwig and other leaders in the African and global finance space. You're welcome to join the conference by signing up on www.africaleadingwomen.com. Thank you so much. Goodbye.